0: then we will find that it is so much more peaceful to know that this isn't up to me it's not my responsibility to to make sure that this uh, that every piece fits together that everything happens the way that i hope that it happens there's there's things that we try to control some games that we play in this this game of control one of them is this area that we try to control, which is our image. We try to control our image. We want to control what do others think about me. What what do they? What do we want them to know about me? Especially in, in today uh, today's social media society, uh, I look around the room, and I don't I don't know that we. Uh, necessarily in this room uh, struggle so much with uh, with this aspect of it. But if you uh, if you see uh, if you're on social media, then you have certainly seen some who uh, they're everything that they post has to be the perfect post. Everything that they, that they have on their Instagram feed, it has to have a certain look and a, it has to have a certain aesthetic to it. And you want to make sure that when others see you, that they are, uh, that they're seeing the best side of you. And I think that's, uh, even if, even if that's not, uh, uh, you to the nth degree, I think that all of us have a little bit of that. Now we want to make sure that, that our, our image is, is being carefully crafted. That we are not, uh, that we're not putting something out there that would make somebody think, uh, that they would see our flaws. Because the reality is all of us have flaws. We hope to impress others. We hope to make sure that, that we don't look like we are the mess that really we are most of the time. And I don't know, at least if you're like me, a lot of, a lot of times you're just kind of going through and, and things uh, there, there's a lot of areas that uh, you don't want people to see. Uh, all of the the, the toys and the, uh, the the craziness that's that's in your house, um, because um, because you have kids that are just all over the place, and you're trying to get some work done, and and you, and you don't want you don't want people to see all of that. But you want to control what your image is. And if I'm honest. Uh, if you're, if you're honest, then you're probably a lot like me, and you don't have it all together. Is there anybody in here who you don't have it all together? Yeah. But we try to control our image. There's some other things that we try to control in life that really we can't completely control, and this one is definitely something that you can't completely control, but it's controlling other people. Parents, they try to control their kids. Kids try to control their parents. And I don't know which one of those uh, works more effectively in your household, but there's times uh, where maybe even wives try to control husbands or husbands try to control their wives. Friends try to control friends. We use a lot of different tools to try to control others or uh, perhaps you know somebody who tries to control others. Others through guilt or through fear or the silent treatment. Somebody who tries to control somebody else through their anger, through their moods. And if we're really honest, we might even have some of that. And if you look in the mirror, things that we do to try to guilt somebody else. Give somebody the silent treatment. To be angry at others. You're moody to try to control others. There's things that we try to control. That are outside of our. Um, of really what, what we should uh, worry about. And that's one of these. Is our problems. We're really quite good at this at times. Is we could say. Oh I can handle it. It's, it's really not a problem. I'm fine. I don't need any help maybe it's a maybe it's a struggle that you're going through or something that you've dealt with for a long time and you say you say you know I I can handle it I can quit any time that I want this is something that, that I've got control over this I, I'll work this out on my own that's just somebody that's trying to play control this control games even with God at times saying god I've got it I can handle this on my own. I don't need to go to prayer for this. I don't need, I don't need to get into the word and to allow your word to speak to me about the direction that, uh, that I'm going, but, but I've got this. It's a control game. There's, there's one more aspect I could probably, I could keep on going, but one more thing that we try to control is our pain. You know, our, have you ever thought how much time that you spend running from pain? You're trying to avoid pain from happening, you're you're deny it or you escape it, you're trying to reduce it, you're trying to postpone pain. There's you know, people they, they try to postpone pain sometimes by, by eating, by not eating. Uh, people will try to postpone pain or try to avoid pain by, uh, by turning to alcohol or drugs, different things that, uh, that, that they can, uh, hopefully try to lessen the pain in their life or they, they can escape the reality of life, at least just for a brief moment. Maybe, maybe it's somebody who tries to escape pain by getting in and out of relationships and that pain of, of just feeling alone or that pain of, of this, this sense of, um, Not, not being wanted. You, you try to lessen it by, by seeking after things that, that you hope can control the pain in your life. All of us try to control pain. See, the Bible, it has a word for this, this tendency that we have towards self-defeating behavior. This, this tendency that we have for Needing to have control all the time. And it's simply sin. That's really part of our sinful nature. That's saying that I need to be in control. You can go all the way back to the Garden of Eden. And when you get in the garden, you see Adam and Eve. And what was their desire? What, What were they doing when they... Ate of the fruit, when they disobeyed God, it was to say, I want to have control over my destiny. I want to be like God. I want to be the one that's in control. I don't want to have a God. Now, this is the deception of the enemy to, to, to speak to us and to tell us, hey, if you are in control, everything is going to be better. If you are the one that is in control of everything in your life, then everything is going to work out so much better than if you relinquish control, or, or or in their case, if you continue to allow God to reign supreme and to be the God of your life and the one that is in control. But instead, so often we try to... Keep control of things in our life that would be so much better if we would just relinquish them to God. I want to go in scripture to the book of Romans, Romans chapter 7. We're going to read a couple of verses beginning in verse 15. This is this is Paul speaking here. It's kind of confusing language that that he's using, but Uh, if we slow it down a little bit, you uh, probably can relate with what Paul is saying here. He says, that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not, but what I hate, that do I. In other words, he's saying, this is the law of sin. These are the things that, I, I, I don't want to do this, but yet, I find myself when I allow my sinful nature and I I, I try to keep control to myself that I end up doing the things that I know I should not do. This is what happens when we are in control and we play this control game. We end up doing things that we regret later on. We do things that are even against our nature against uh, or against our desire, our, our really our innate desire let 's continue on verse sixteen. If then I do that which I would not, I consent to the law that it is good. Now that it is no more I that do it, but it 's sin that dwelleth in me it 's the sin problem that all of us have that sin is all about control sin is is rooted in this basis of making sure that we have control over our life. But the reality is that even when we try to gain control over things, that we end up going and doing things that we later regret. It's in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, that says that there's a way that seems right to a man. But the end of it are the ways of death. So when... When we try to have control over everything in our life, when we try to, to, to take, uh, take everything into our hands and not trust God, we have ways that seem right. We have ideas that they seem like really good ideas. We see doors of opportunity that seem like really great doors to go through. You see... Things that you get upset with or pain that you have to, uh, that, that you're trying to avoid, but God, He would want you to embrace the pain at times. There's times that embracing the pain or feeling and experiencing the pain is exactly the pathway that God is trying to lead you. But the Proverbs said that that way that seems right unto man, the end of it are the ways of death. And that's really where we're going to end up on this board game that we play of control. That when we try to control the board, when we try to make sure that we are in control at all times, we're going to end up on the wrong pathway. Behind all of my problems really is this attitude that's saying that I want to be in control. That I want to be the God of my life. I want to be the Lord of my life. And the reality is, this is not how God created us. We were created in His image. He breathed the breath of life into us. We became a living soul. And we have always been completely intertwined with our Creator. That we were always designed to be the ones who would rely on God and allow His voice and His direction to lead us and to guide us. Not because not because that we are not because we're some um, you know some beings that that don't have any uh, any sense so that we you know we can't um, make make sense out of out of going through life. No, we we have a lot of intelligence. You may be very intelligent and you may be able to get through life really well, but, but if your final destination or your final uh, resting place is going to rest in the hands of God, the hands of our creator, then I want him to be the one that's in control of my life, not myself. If it all depends on him, then I want to do things his way. I don't want to do things my way if i can decide all the rules you know you can you can play a game uh, maybe maybe you played some of these games with your kids where uh you're going through and uh and they run up against something that they don't like that happens in the game and uh they start making up rules along the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> and buddy they they start just like making up all these rules and And it's, it's all, always to their benefits, you know, that, that they want to be able to do this or be able to do that, uh, in order to have something go their way. But, um, but if you're, if you're like me, then, um, now if you're like Josh, you can play that way. Uh, he he was the one that was saying the rules are just kind of, they're meant to be broken. If you're like me, let's, let's stick to the rules. Let's stick to the rules. The rules are there for a reason and, and I want to, I want to play the game the way that the game should be played. And the reality is that we already have the instruction manual for life. That His Word is forever settled in heaven. It's forever settled. It's, it's not changing. It hasn't changed. That God has not changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That God, His, uh, His rules for life have remained constant throughout the ages. And so for us, Today, I, I don't want to try to bend the rules. I don't want to try to make sure that I'm my own boss and getting through this game of life my own way. But I want to do things the way that the creator of all things set them to be. I don't need to control the board. I'm going to leave that to God. Let's allow him To to stay in control. See, there's some consequences. It's not just about what the end result is. Now, that is certainly something that we ought to have in mind. That when it comes down to it all, all all of us are going to have an end to this life. Every one of us is going to meet our creator at some point. We never know what tomorrow holds. None of us in here know what what the next day brings, even the next hour brings. We have no idea when we are going to face our Creator. But even in this life, even while we are going through life, there are some serious consequences that we face when we try to maintain control at all times. So I want to just focus on these three different consequences that we face when we try to maintain control and we don't relinquish uh, things to God. And the first of these is fear. That when we try to control everything, we get afraid that somebody is going to find out who we really are. That we're a fake. That we don't have it all together. That That we're not who are, you know, we don't really have, or we're not really who we are expressing or putting out there, uh, as, you know, this image that we are trying to create. So we live our lives in fear, afraid that somebody is going to reject us because they don't really like us. They don't, they're not going to like us. We think they only like an image of me. And if they really knew what I, what I was like, then they wouldn't like me. And so we act superior or, or we, we act superior, but in the reality, we feel inferior. We try to control our image in such a way that, that it is, uh, it is creating this, this fear-based life for us that we are not even living it in a, in real community with others. When we try to control our image at all times, we are not really able to build relationships the way that God desires us to build relationships. When we try to control our image, we're not really able to build a relationship even with God. Because God, he does see us for who we are. But when we try to control our image, we're not saying, God, just you see me who who I am. You see who I really am, God, and you accept me for who I am. And when you try to control your image, you're not acceptant of God's love and his acceptance of you. The reality is, we you are a child of God. And when I see my children make mistakes, their image is not tarnished in my eyes. I love them. I accept them. I I want to be there for them. And our our image it's it's not this this game that we have to play for God where we where we say uh, where we try to do this and do that. It's not the good works that we're trying to stack up in life in order to gain God's favor. We try to play this 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 game of controlling our image, and and in the arena of of, of God, He is not impressed. When we try to do it by our good works. Or we try to do it by religion. And just showing up to this or to that. No, God desires relationship. He desires you being real. He already knows the real you. But let's let's be real. Let's just pour our heart out to God. In your time of prayer, let's just open up and say, God... God, you know the things that I'm going through right now. You know the struggles uh, that I'm facing. God, and I, I need you. Let's be like, let's be more like David. That's a desire of mine. I want to be like David when he wrote openly in the book of Psalms. If you read through the Psalms that David writes, they're not all this picture perfect man that has everything together. And it's not just David. We see others that are writing, uh, writing in scripture and, and there's, I love that we get to see that aspect of mankind, even those who are venerating this in in Scripture, that that they had struggles too, and that they are open with God. And when God sees that openness, that's when God responds. He says, David's a man after my own heart. Because David doesn't try to be a fake. He doesn't try to take control of everything in his life. See when we when we try to control other people, we have this. Really, we are living out of fear. We are we're fearing what's going to happen if uh, if we can't manipulate them. We're we're fearing all these things, and the reality is that you can only control yourself. And you you face all kinds of of, of issues when we try to control other people. But, but what about problems? The problems that come in our life, saying I can handle it, I'm fine, I can give up or I can give this up at any time. These, these problems that we have in our life, when we try to control them of oursel- by ourselves, you know in the back of your mind, I don't really have it all together. I've been struggling with this for a long time and I haven't been able to give it up. Why haven't I been able to do that? You have all these these problems? Maybe it's not uh, maybe it's not this uh, self-generated uh, problem, but it's this this problem of of going through life and, and something hits you that you did not expect, the least thing that you expect, and this medical um, event happens in your life and and here you are and you're just trying to get through it and and you are just doing your best just to put on that brave face but the reality is even in that those times you have this this fear that's coming on and and what god is desiring in those moments is just saying just trust me just trust me you don't have to live in fear right now you don't have to live in fear and allow all this 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 uh this overwhelming sense of fear saying that you are the one that you are going to have to be the one who gets out of this. That you are going to have to be the one who, who makes all these decisions. No, I'm just going to trust God. Even if God makes me go through the pain, even if I'm the one who's going to have to face pain right now through this moment, I'm still going to trust God. I'm still going to relinquish control to him. Let's not live, or let's not keep control. Because the reality is, fear takes roots. In Genesis chapter three, verse ten, that we see this, and again going back to this uh, very first sin that took place in the garden, it says that he said, "I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself." This is Adam after trying to gain control over things in his life. And his response when he tried to gain control was this response of, or this this, um, consequence, rather, of fear also gripping him in that same moment. He says, I was afraid. I tried to gain control, but now I have fear that entered into my life. Never before had Adam or Eve, experienced fear. But now fear comes in because they tried to gain control over things that should have been left up to God. The next thing that, that we deal with when we try to gain control, the consequence that we are left with is frustration. I don't know if you've ever seen the carnival game that's that's played with the mallet, I'm trying to hit you know, one thing, it's, things just keep on popping up. One after another. And it seems like that's, that's life at times. <laughs> Anybody in here that you're ever playing that carnival game of life? It's like you hit this one and oh, there's something else over here and uh, oh, the, uh, you know, money's running a little bit tight this month and, and you have, uh, you know, this bill to pay and that, oh, now all of a sudden my car breaks down over here and oh, and I have to go to the hospital and you pay for that bill over here and you have all these things that, that are taking place and it's, it's just like, All of these things that are happening, and when we try to keep control in our life, when we try to be the ones that are holding everything with a tight fist, we can get really, really frustrated in those moments. All of these issues are happening at the same time, and the frustration is is this symptom really of a deeper problem that you haven't dealt with, and that that problem is that you're not God. And when you try to control things, it doesn't work. And when we can relinquish control to God, we can be like it says in Psalm chapter 32, where it says, blessed is the man unto, uh, unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. When I kept silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. Now, when I kept silence, when I kept silence, my bones, they waxed old through my roaring all the day long. In other words, you had all these frustrations that were mounting in life. But uh, but when you kept silence, when you kept your eyes on God, when you said, God, I am allowing you, that would be a whole lot of frustration that you can just relinquish to him doesn't mean that all your pains your problems are all going to dissipate but at least the headache of trying to figure them all out you can just say god i'm trusting you really this game of control is the remedy for it is trust trusting god this last area that this last area of consequence that we deal with when we try to gain control or try to keep control is failure. Fear, frustration, and failure. It is fear that grips you. You have frustration with trying to, deal, trying to keep everything up, uh, keep everything afloat. And you have failure that takes place. You see, When you try to play God, that's one job that you're guaranteed to fail at. You don't need to be, to be honest and open about your weaknesses, faults, your failures, all these things that that you have, because the reality is, you you know that that you don't have the ability to play God. Yeah, we try to do it at times. Church really needs to be a safe place where where you can be real with people, where you can have relationship with others, and it's it's not about having everything together in life all the time. This is why. This is why. On uh, in our midweek, we've we've been doing these split sessions and and going and 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 uh, we have this one group that's talking about brokenness. They're reading the book uh, about brokenness, and the, the reality is, all of us are broken. All of us have areas of brokenness in our life. We were talking. We have one of our groups that meets on Wednesdays that they've been talking through finances, and and all of us have things in our finances that we could benefit from God, from God being in control of our finances. Not me trying to control it all, but me relinquishing control and doing things God's God's way. We have areas in our life where we don't have it all together, and that's all right. That's all right. That kind of failure is okay. But the kind of Failure that we are, but, but when we try to gain control over everything in our life or we try to uh, go through life with this closed hand saying, I'm going to do this on my own. Then at the end, you are definitely going to experience failure because you can't win that game. Proverbs 28 verse 13 says that he that covereth his sins shall not prosper. But whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. That when you confess your sins, that when you uh, forsake your sins, or you you leave them behind, that that you will gain mercy in God's sight. But if you're trying to cover them all up, if you're trying to control things in your life, and you're just you know heaping you know blankets over this and trying to cover everything in your life, then you're not going to prosper. There's going to be failure that's going to that you're going to face. See that. I don't want to. I don't want to leave us here today, uh, just with this idea of of brokenness and failure and frustration and fear. All of this, but I want to give some hope today. So let's wrap this up here this morning with a little bit of hope of what can happen when you relinquish control back to God. It's in Jeremiah six fourteen that it says that they have healed also the hurt of the daughter of my people, uh, slightly saying, "Peace, peace." when there is no peace see I, I don't want to uh i don't want to be the one who is uh trying to uh just just say peace peace when there is no peace but i want to go to the prince of peace who he can bring peace in my life when i give him control over my problems it's in second 2 peter 2:19 says while they promised them liberty they themselves are the servants of corruption These aren't the scriptures that I wanted. This is still going through that. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 12.9. There we go. Uh, He said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. All right. Here's relinquishing control. My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength. My strength is made perfect in weakness. That doesn't make sense. It only makes sense because my strength is not of my own, but it's him. Him, allowing him to come and to be my strength, allowing him come, to come in my place of weakness and to be my strength. That is made perfect through my weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon. The fact that I have infirmities, the fact that I have things, that I can admit that I'm powerless to change my past, that that I'm powerless to control other people, that, that I'm powerless really to control even the harmful behaviors in my life. This this thing that I don't have control over all these areas, that when I am honest about all of that and I relinquish control to God, that's when He gives me more grace than I could ever than I, than I would ever need. His grace is sufficient. It's in James 4, 6. It says His grace it, it, it is sufficient for us. He giveth us more grace. and it, uh, He giveth more grace. Wherefore, He saith, God, He resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. The ones who are humble, the ones who say, God, you can change me when I come to you and I present my needs. And I don't try to keep control. But Lord, I just want to go through life through tr- by trusting you. So as we wrap up here today, uh, I want you to know that, that through Christ, you can be confident that he began a good work in you. In fact, let's just throw that last scripture up there. It's in Philippians one six. Being confident of this very thing. That he which began a good work, he will form it. If He began a work in you. If He began this process of transformation in your life. And that's what what the Christian life is. It's a process. It's a process of going through life and trusting God. Not Not trying to keep control over every problem that comes your way. But relinquishing control to Him and trusting Him. It's a process. And if he began the work in you, this transformation that, that's taking place, he will perform that to the end. He will continue to do it. God is with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Let's trust God today. I, I don't want to just be the one who reads his word and then turns away from it unchanged. I don't want to be the one who, who, who spends some time in prayer and God speaks some things into my life, but then I walk away unchanged. Walk away trying to take back control over these things in my life that God said, no, you just gave that to me. Don't, don't pick that back up when you walk out of here. There's things that you walk in here with that they are heavy burdens that you are trying to control in your life. And God says, Hey, just, just cast them to my feet. Just, just lay them down at my feet. These are burdens that you don't have to carry. My, and, and pick up my burden for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So here today, in fact, if we could stand as our Sunday school classes are coming back in. I just want to, offer that up to you right now this opportunity to relinquish control of some of these areas of your life where you have been trying to to hold on with a tight grip some things where it's really been really hard to trust God lately some areas that, that you feel like maybe God is failing you in this sense or that sense or some things where where you have some doubt that's been creeping in about whether or not this is going to work out, whether or not things are going to go the way that you're hoping that they would go. You have some doubt that's been coming in and, 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 and it's caused you to just take a tight grip over some things and to say, God, if you're not going to do it, then I will. God, if you're not gonna do it, then I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to just hold on to this and just figure out my, my way through this. And if that's you right now, would you just open up your hands and lift them up to heaven and just say, God, this isn't for me to hold on to. This isn't my burden to carry. This is yours. God, you promised, you promised me, God, that, that I am yours and everything, God, that I'm going through, it's yours. And I don't want to, I don't want to have this tight grip on life right now where I have to figure it all out. But Lord, help me to trust you that I relinquish control to you right now. And man, as we go into this song right now, would you just relinquish all that control back to your creator? Back to the one who he has all the game pieces, everything, it's already there. Jesus, I trust you. Holding nothing, come on down. With Holy God, I give myself to you right now. I worship you. Yes. All to you. God, I'll obey your word. God, I will everything trust you. Lord, everything that you I say. Mm. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding i yeah.